0: Welcome to Veterans Air, the Veterans Hour, with your hosts Douglas B. and Dangerous Dan, the Muffin Man. What's up? What's up? That's right. Uh, Veterans Air is coming to you live from the Lone Star Community Radio Station here in beautiful downtown Conroe. Uh, I'm your host Douglas B. and you can listen to us live the first Tuesday of every month at one p.m. on VeteransAir.us. We're here on your Lone Star Community Radio Station, one hundred four point five and one hundred six point one. Where's that reverse? I, I never remember. I don't know, man. If you're listening to me, you know where you're at on the radio station.
1: But yeah, uh, I've noticed we've lost our regular radio man here. Yes,
0: everybody say hello to Engineer Austin. Hi, Austin. Um Engineer, hey. Engineer Dick has decided to leave us um, unsupervised for this show, so if anything goes wrong, it's it's all on Engineer Dick. Yeah, I,
1: I, I like you, but I, I like Dick more. I like Dick more, too. Me, too. <laughs> <laughs> what a coincidence.
0: We need a disclaimer before we start the show. <laughs> Hey, as always, let me do a little housekeeping here before we get started. You can t- contact Veterans Air through our website at www.veteransair.us. Leave us a message, or even better yet, you can text us in the studio right here, now live, on our Google phone, 936-344-3083. And I hope you guys have uh, put your phones on silent for this.
1: Uh, yes.
0: Okay. Yeah, she's saying no, she's taking selfies. Herself. <laughs> I,
1: I did. I did.
0: We have an exciting show for you. I'm glad that you're all listening. Uh, we're going to welcome back to the studio this month Ashley Taylor, the Veterans Service Liaison for Tri-County Behavioral Health Care and the MVP Peer Service Coordinator for the Conroe area. Ashley is also the service officer for the American Legion Post 411 here in Conroe. Ashley is going to talk to us about emergency care at non-VA facilities and what we, as veterans, we need to do before and after Get if we don't want to get a bill for these emergency services, it's, it's a big thing. So get out of pens and paper, take notes. Um, and that's not all. No, since Dan is back, hi, Dan, we missed you. Hey. Um, Dan's taken off from his day job to return to his post as dangerous
1: Dan. Yes, my boss was kind enough to let me off the hook for today. Shout out to your boss. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's Joe and Kelly at Pro Home Services.
0: I didn't get that. What was that
1: again? Joe and Kelly at Pro Home Services. Pro Home Services. Yeah. He said he'd be listening, but I don't know.
0: Hey, Joe
2: and Kelly. He
1: forgets stuff a lot. I, I mean uh, that in the don't-fire-me-lovable way.
0: Um, so, what did I say? Oh, yeah, so we, uh, Dan and I, and Ashley said she's going to hang out for this to be the voice of reason. Um, we're going to talk about the recent controversy surrounding transgenders serving in the military. And uh, as always, Dan and I will give the well-reasoned and thought-out analysis <laughs> of the situation. And okay. we will do our best to stir up the controversy as much as possible.
1: Yeah, we came up with it five minutes before the show.
0: The uh, the fire department has uh, has informed us that we cannot throw gasoline on this controversy, so we've decided we're going to use slow-burn diesel. Yep.
1: Safety I'm first. I'm excited for that. <laughs> Safety first. <laughs> Safety
0: first. Damn, I didn't bring my PT. Belt. I
1: know, right? Oh, I saw Aww. a guy riding on a, a motorcycle the other day in his in his uniform, and my wife had to stop me from rolling down the window and screaming, where's your PT belt, That's you right. idiot?
0: Be safe. Safety yeah. first. Um. Before we get started, um, I have a special treat today in the form of a birthday cake. I'm sure you all can see that. And uh, the reason that we have a birthday cake and not muffins is um, I'm going to use my time here to wish my beautiful wife, Petra, a happy birthday. Her birthday is on the 4th, um, which is Friday. But since this is a Tuesday show, we can celebrate uh, early. So everybody say hi to Petra. Hi, Petra. Hi. And, uh, would, would you like the candle?
1: Will I play with fire? Yes, absolutely.
3: I love this.
0: We get, we're get we going to sing happy birthday. Everybody ready? <laughs> happy happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, birthday, you. Happy birthday dear Petra. Petra. Happy,
1: happy birthday, birthday to, to you.
0: you. Yay. Blow out the candle.
1: Oh, you want me to do it? Okay.
0: You both can blow out the candle. All
1: right, hey, I'm way to start. go. Yeah. That's cleaner.
0: Is that, so we don't get bacteria on it? Oh, for 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 baby bow. Yes, baby I don't
3: Beau. want mouth germs.
0: Dental dams. <laughs> yep. Dental dams. Um, he didn't did tell
1: you kissing leads to pregnancy, right? I I was late that day. Oh, okay. Yeah, you really on should that brief during that, your that dam.
0: Yeah, yeah she, did, she uh, did not wear a dental dam. Kissing does cause pregnancy. Yep. You can ask any of uh, Allison's friends; they'll tell you that. Uh, little girl, this <laughs> yes, that was meant for you, by the way. Yep. You know, <laughs> lipstick does not work. Well, yeah, it's a good.
1: It's a good yeah, deterrent it's a good
0: anyway let's get back to the show so ashley yes welcome back to the show
3: hello thank you this is for you for me to share who i am
0: welcome back same old place that you I love about. that. That's, that's awesome. I went and found that just, just for you. Just for you. I found that. Um, Ash? Yes? I don't know what I'd do with my bio for you because you've been on the show before and I know you gave me a great bio. It's okay. This is
1: a great time to tell people that all our shows are archived so they can go look. That's
0: right. All great. our shows are archived at veteransair.us. Mm-hmm. Click the archive button and you'll find her. Also on YouTube. And on YouTube. Yeah. Well, I take the YouTube and I put it on the website.
1: Well, oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm some smart like that.
0: Ashley. You are the Veterans Service Liaison for Tri-County Behavioral Health Care and the MVP Service Coordinator in the Conroe area and the American Legion Post 411 service officer that makes me your commander. I'm gonna make you salute me from now on. Um, but tell us about yourself.
3: And a district officer for the VFW. And, <laughs> and just kidding. <laughs> okay. So you
0: have a hat for each one of those things?
3: <laughs> I do. <laughs> Actually I do. Um so I am an Army veteran. I was born and raised in California. I served for seven years. I did two tours in Iraq. I met my husband in the Army. And when we decided to both end our military careers, we decided Texas was that place um, to settle, and I love it. I have become a little bit Texan, which we'll talk about when we get into the transgender discussion. Um, but basically, I love Texas. I'm glad I got here as quick as I could. And I'm mostly glad for finding this position with veteran services. Even as a veteran, I didn't know what veteran services meant. You know, I knew about the VA. I didn't know about much other than that, which is very common. I'm sure you guys would agree for veterans. And so what I do as the veteran services liaison is we enhance access to services for veterans, um, through a state funded. So through legislation, through Congress, veteran mental health program. So we focus on mental health, but we also enhance access to basically all services because of that fact that veterans typically don't know what's out there. So it's our job in the community. And when I say our, there are 37 of me across the entire state of Texas, all enhancing this access. And so it's our jobs in the community to know anything and everything that's out there for veterans. And I cover three counties working for tri County Behavioral Health Care. So my area is Montgomery, Walker and Liberty. And it's myself, and I do have some staff attached to our office, and we try to get out there and network with anyone and everyone that's serving our veteran community to include family members.
0: Let me me interrupt you. Yes. Um, For everybody that's listening, when you call over there, you have to say that you need to speak to one of the Ashleys, because there are two Ashleys involved with this. Yes. Hey, Ashley number two, hey.
3: Yes, it does seem, I promise I'm not biased. I promise the next people we hire will not be Ashley and will not be an Army veteran. But it would be awesome. how cool would that be? Three Ashleys and three army veterans
1: That's one one Ashley per county <laughs> oh.
4: yeah.
3: Dan coming through with what the, the great idea? ideas. Idea?
1: Yeah, it happens occasionally
0: all right you', you heard to hear first on veterans there. uh polish off your CVs and your resumes because when she goes to hire somebody, Ashley's get the first pick
3: yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, where's that disclaimer? Just kidding uh, so so. Definitely my job to come and answer these questions. I'm excited about this topic, about the non-VA care that we're gonna talk about today. I'm definitely no expert, but in the three years that I've been running this position, I've learned so much about the VA, state programs, local programs. And so in terms of the VA, I have we did have an incident at our local American Legion um, with one of our comrades utilizing non-VA care and having questions about that. So I'm looking forward to getting into the, that so nitty-gritty.
1: You're more of an expert than, than oh, well, Doug, you, you're you the commander of the American Legion. You know more than me. I'm just a regular Joe Blow.
3: Well, not after today. Okay.
0: You're going to know everything. This, this is the, and, Ashley, that, that you wear a lot of hats. And, and you're the one-stop shop. Um, so if we want to know something, we just call the Ashley. Yep. And that's what we refer to as. Just call the Ashley. People ask me questions all the time. I say, call the Ashley. Here's your number.
3: <laughs> And I'm happy to be that person. And thankfully, you know, as I said, I don't know everything. But if I don't, we have a vast network across the state. So if I don't know it, we can find someone who does.
0: Well, let's, let's talk about getting this non-VA care. because uh, We did have a, uh, a, an officer and a member of the American Legion just recently. He had a mild heart attack, was taken to Conroe Regional by ambulance, and he was in ICU for three days before he got out and he's, he's thankfully he's fine now. His medication's good and he's, he's moving about and doing things that he's supposed to do. Um, but that leads us to, to the question because there is an urban legend that says that if the vets need of emergency care, that you can go to the emergency room um, and the VA is going to pay this bill. Does this legend have any truth behind it?
3: Well, interestingly enough, as most urban legends with the VA, There's some truth and a lot of not truth to it because and that's and I think I mentioned this before. I'm convinced from what I've learned in this position that a lot of the animosity towards the VA is because of these urban legends and the lack of awareness and the general lack of understanding really how the VA works. So we get out there, we hear these rumors, and then when we have these expectations of what the VA can and can't do, it frustrates us as veterans because we have the wrong information. So there is some truth to it, um, but there's a lot of not-truths. There has to be a lot. There's a lot of eligibility requirements. A, a, a veteran has to be enrolled in the VA. Um, and then there's some notification procedures. So you want me to go over those?
0: I absolutely, positively do. Really briefly it out because we're going to need to take a break here in about a minute. Okay. So, well, and you gave me this wonderful fact sheet. I'm going to hold this up. I have this wonderful fact sheet. Mm-hmm. Um, if everybody can see this here's and, the back of it you know, I, I usually say that this is going to be on the website and i'll post it but i went ahead um earlier and i actually posted this so if you go to veteransair.us and you see the upcoming show you'll see that uh, ashley is on if you click that link it'll bring you to this pdf where you can read it and download it
3: and it's i mean there's so much information out there on the the interwebs about the stuff just You know a simple google search for non-va care will pull up this fact sheet but this particular fact sheet from the va was published in 2015 it's fact sheet 2002 on non-va emergency care and so i think uh, maybe after break we can really delve into the details of it and because it's it's quite lengthy and wordy but um i can go over kind of the main snippets that people need to know and then i have some local information as well for the phone numbers that we need to contact for our particular VA mental health facility.
2: You know
0: what? As soon as and we come facility. back from break here, Engineer Austin, I'm about, what, 15, 20 seconds left? Yeah. But well, as soon as we come back from break, uh, let's go into the local on how to do it. Okay. So stay tuned. Get your pens and paper ready. Ashley Taylor is going to tell us how to do non-VA emergency care. You're listening to Veterans Day.
2: We'll be right back with more news, talk, and commentary from Veterans Air. The Veterans Hour on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1. Is your garage or attic overflowing? No place to park and protect your boat or RV? Store it all at Storage 105 and Mail Store. Affordable, climate-controlled units from 5x5 to 15x90. Workshops available, too. 31 acres of gated storage for all your needs. Mailing, shipping, packing supplies and services. Mailbox rental. More. Storage 105 and Mail Store. Highway 105, West Conroe. For more info, call 588-1900 or visit storage105.com. The
5: American Legion. We're a powerful force for the nation. We're patriots through and through. We believe in our flag and all that it stands for. Our constitution, our pledge of allegiance, our way of life are all fundamental to maintain our freedom and the standing we have as the greatest country on earth. We promote and defend these values every day in communities across the nation.
0: You know what I mean? Welcome back to Veterans There. I'm your host, Douglas B, along with Dangerous Dan, the Muffin Man. We're talking with Ashley Taylor from the Tri-County Behavioral Health System. Tri-County, what, what are you, Tri-County Behavioral what?
3: Tri-County Behavioral Health Care.
0: See, I did, I did have it right. Ashley's telling us before we went on break, we were about to talk about how to get the VA to pay for my non-emergency, whatever I happen to.
1: How often do they update these? Not factions? non-emergency.
3: It has to be. That's a whole nother thing. That's where it goes. The choice program.
0: All right. So we're talking emergency.
3: Emergencies. Talking, I'm,
0: I'm out there. I'm playing with my. Uh, what did I do? I'm playing with my uh, my bitter glitter knife here that I won, and I've, I've cut my thumb off, and I need to go to the emergency room. Is what we're talking about.
3: Yes, and so that's a great thing because we need to determine what is an emergency, right? And so an emer- medical emergency, and this fact sheet defines that. Um, but it's we all can generally tell what an emergency is but it's really important that a veteran doesn't automatically think I need to go to the VA right because it's an emergency your life may be at risk maybe you hit an artery out of is there an artery in your thumb uh <laughs> I don't
0: know I, I, uh, <laughs> let's uh, pretend there's I somewhere where it's an know. artery
3: and so it's an emergency right your life is at risk here and so the first thing you want to do is not rush to the VA, especially because our closest VA hospital, which is the only 24 hour VA, um, office is all the way down to Houston on the South side of Houston. And we're way on the North side of Houston, 45 minutes. And so there's no way we'd want to drive down there. We definitely also want to understand the difference between the VA hospital and the local clinics. Um, the clinics are not set up for emergencies. So don't go into the clinics. So we wanna make sure to go to the closest emergency room and then you notify the VA and you're gonna local you're gonna notify their local number, which is 713-794-7109. So as soon as it's safe to do so, maybe your support system who's there with you, um, contact the VA within seventy two hours of admittance. So it's really important. It has to be oh. seventy
1: two hours. See, when I did it, I definitely did not do that. Yeah. I just kinda of was like uh, either the VA will pay for it or I'm going to get a bill. Well, well I just didn't you, worry about it.
0: Here, here's the question. So I'm in the ambulance. They, they put me in ICU. I've got all these wires and tubes sticking out of me. Um, what happens if I don't have anybody to call the VA for me? And when does that 72-hour clock start? Does that 72-hour clock start after I receive treatment or when the ambulance came?
3: Of admission. So if they put you in there and release you, then you're not admitted technically, right? If they handle your, they stitch up your thumb and you're good to go, then you're not admitted. Now, okay. this is where it also gets tricky. But to answer your question is, so it's of admittance. Okay. Um, if you are admitted and once the crisis is managed, then you have 72 hours. There is some leeway there based on case by case issues, but 72 hours have to be notified. And then, 90 days after the hospital stay you have basically you have 90 days to collect a laundry list of items from the hospital's billing department that need to be submitted back to the va to apply for reimbursement so that is the key there apply it's not guaranteed that's where the urban legend comes in Uh, and so this fact sheet talks about whether or not you can be covered whether it's going to fully be covered um, whether or not it's a service-connected issue or a non-service-connected issue. And those of you who use the VA are very familiar with those terms, especially if you use the health care and the benefit side. There are things that you're service-connected for that you can get 100% free health care for. That stuff is typically going to be easily covered because, you know, if you're having a heart attack and you get rushed to a non-VA hospital, if you're not covered if, that, if your heart problems are not related to a service connection, then you're typically not gonna be, the VA's not gonna reimburse that because it has nothing to do with you being a veteran. However, some non-service connected conditions are covered. Um, and if, if that veteran does receive regular VA care, um, a lot of times non-service connected issues are covered if a veteran is a certain percentage or greater than all issues are covered um, so there's a lot of criteria here. So the, the biggest thing is, is notifying that VA, that local number within 72 hours or as close to that 72 hours as possible and letting them know, hey, I'm at a non-VA facility. What do I do?
0: Because Let, let, me, let me interrupt you here. Yes. Um, again, that number for when you're in the hospital, 72 hour number that you need to call mm-hmm. is 713-794-7109. So in our scenario here, mm-hmm. I cut my thumb off with my bitter glitter blade that might not be covered under the VA because I'm not 100% total and you know, I only have 40% now. Thank you, VA. I only have 40%. I appreciate that. Um, so they may or may not cover it depending on what I'm doing. You know, Maybe my condition, my service-connected disability made me cut my thumb off. It's mm-hmm. possible. So there's some things that, that could have me covered. But we have this laundry list here, and I did not have this when I prepared for the show, so I promise you people I will get this up. Um, big laundry list. The HCF Form UB92, the UB04, or the UB1500 pink and white copy originals need to be submitted. Nobody knows what those are. An unannounced billing statement from the facility, from the hospital. A copy of the emergency room records. A copy of the transportation log that was from the ambulance I was in. And we have to put that all together and send that over to this address, V I S N 16 CFU P O Box, whatever. I'll put this on the website. I really will. Or Ashley, better yet, she'll put it on Veterans Air's Facebook page. So it'll be up there sometime today. Um, now, you know me, Ash. Yes. All grace and poise. So this is a totally, totally um, fantasy that I'm playing here that I'm actually going to cut my thumb off. But should I do? Being the person that I am, I have no idea what this is. I have no. I have no idea how I'm going to get this stuff together, and I'm in a panic. And Patriots in a panic, and we have no idea what we're going to do.
3: And it's all your responsibility.
0: And it's all my responsibility. Is there some agency or some person here that we can call that would assist us? That's a great question. Them?
3: Yes. So the VA does have um, personnel called patient advocates that the patient advocate is there for a number of reasons to advocate for the VA patient, um, but that's who they would contact. And so uh, anyone can contact their local VA facility, whether it's the Tomball clinic, the Conroe clinic, um, whichever is their facility. And each facility has its own phone number and little trick, because typically, you know, if you're calling the VA number, then you're just calling to make an appointment or whatever. But if ever you're calling the, your local clinic and you press zero, it will take you to reception for that facility and so that's how you can contact your person specifically um, without just getting the automated line um, that sends you just to whoever's answering that
0: day Yeah, i love that automated line there's <laughs> so much for me and i'm such a patient individual
3: and they're transferring you all over the place you know they're a big huge system um so little trick there always press zero if you want to speak directly to clinic staff and you can ask to speak to the patient advocate but remember, your local clinic is only typically open Monday through Friday, 8 to 4. So for these emergencies, that's why it's really beneficial to contact these tr- these 24-hour numbers. Because um, sometimes even if you, on a weekend or if it's, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday and you're calling the main Houston hospital, they're going to often say that it's closed. Go to, if it's an emergency, go to the hospital and you're kind of left in the dark. So it just is really, it really is, would behoove us to know this information. Um, and they do give trainings on it. They do give classes on it. They, the information is out there, but it's about knowing it and, and utilizing it.
0: Well, question for you here. Yes. Since, since you bring this up. So I'm in the emergency room. I've cut my thumb off. They'd sewed my big toe back onto my thumb. So I'd have some, some use, um, this is Texas. They can do wonderful things. I like it. That might work. Um, Now the doctor wants to admit me Mm -hmm. to the hospital because I used, I used, you know, something and whatnot. I got infection, whatever the case may be. Do I have to have permission from the VA beforehand for it to be admitted?
3: That's a great question. And so again, it's going to be a case by case. And this, this fact sheet actually talks about, will I have to pay for transportation to a VA facility? So the VA is typically always going to want to, if once you notify them, and that's, the, again, notifying them, they kind of give you instructions of what is the service-connected, non-service-connected, um, if they have beds available. So the VA is always going to want to, once your immediate emergent needs are taken care of and your life's no longer in danger, and if they admit you, and if there's space at the VA, they're going to want to transfer you to the VA so that they won't have to be billed separately.
0: Okay, so um, my emergency is over. They, they they've sewn me back together again but the doctor wants to keep me overnight for observation now, at this point i need to go to call the va and go hey they want to they, they, wa- they want to keep me do you want me here or do you want me down there in correct Houston?
3: and so that's how they'll determine that um whether or not you'll be transferred or you'll just stay there and so and what's really cool about um the transfer process which is the same phone number that same phone number to call to notify the VA for non-VA care is the same phone number that hospitals and they are typically already aware of the transfer process. Um, it's doctor to doctor, so it's nothing that you have to take care of. So once the doctor says we want to admit you, that's when you could step in and say, "I'm a veteran. Um, is there should I be transferred to the VA?" And they should initiate that phone call for from doctor to doctor to talk to the non-VA facility to the VA facility to talk about transferring.
1: Do you get a preference? Can you be like, hey, I don't want to go to the VA. I'd rather stay here. Actually, it talks about
3: that's a great question. If you deny service at the VA, they will not reimburse you. Well,
1: okay, maybe not deny, but maybe it's like, is there a way that I can stay here and have the VA pay for it because I like to live? If there's space, (laughs) that's a great question.
3: So if there's space at the VA and the Uh VA is, is, is approving transfer and you say, no, I'd rather stay here, Funds cease
1: from okay, the VA so your SOL. Well, you get uh, great care at the VA. Well, yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> well, you know sure. So there's a lot to be considered during an emergency situation. Yes. And after seventy two hours, you would think that the emergency situation is somewhat stabilized and you know, you or your dependent or whoever's, you know, taking care of you there mm-hmm. um, can call the VA. Now. Since you are the service officer for the American Legion Post 411, and uh, I am the commander of Post 411, I can say this to all Legionnaires out there. Should this happen to you and you're confused, you get to call Ashley. Ashley will gal. help you. She's the girl. Yes. And and well, how am I doing on time? i got about a minute left. One minute left. You are on the job. Engineer Austin, he's it. He's doing good. You know, and Doug, because I really do want to, it's, it's,
3: it sounds like a really difficult process and there's a lot of caveats and a lot of, but the biggest thing to remember, as soon as uh, emergency, take care of emergency first, go to your closest emergency room and contact the VA when you can.
0: All right. So for more information, you can contact Ashley at Tri-County Behavioral Healthcare or visit the Chief Business Office Purchase Care website at www vagovernor forward purchase care mm-hmm. for more information about non-VA emergency care. We'll be right back.
2: You have been listening to Veterans Air on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1 with Douglas B. Reminding you that GRUNT is an acronym for Ground Recon Usually Not Trained.
0: Welcome back to Veterans Air. We're now at the commentary part. Oh, I guess I should tell you where we are. This is Veterans Air with your host, Douglas B. And Dangerous Stand the Muffin Man. Yes. In the studio, we have the vivacious... Thank you, Ashley Taylor. Eating birthday cake. We're eating your birthday cake, Petra. Love you. Love you, uh, Petra. Uh, engineer Austin is doing an awesome job. That traffic was just great. We might replace you.
1: Yeah. You want some cake?
2: I would love some cake. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <man.
0: laughs> Standing. See, I told you it was a perfect size cake. Um, we have uh we've reached the commentary part of of Veterans Air. This episode we're going to, to tackle transgender in the military.
1: All right, something I could chime in on.
0: <laughs> Engineer Dick, if you're out there and you're listening, this is just for you. Let me put on my, my radio <laughs> voice fist, so you'll like this. <clears throat> The views and opinions expressed on Veterans Air are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of our guests, sponsors, advertisers, or Lone Star Community Radio. Any content provided by the authors or their guests are their opinions only and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anything or anyone. End of disclaimer. Was that pretty good? I liked it. Yes, Veterans Air definitely needs that. I actually researched to come up with that. Pretty good. Um, So last week, um, last week, President Trump tweeted that transgender individuals could no longer serve in the armed forces.
3: In any capacity. In any capacity.
0: Here's here's the quote. Here's the quote from, from Trump. President Trump. After consultation with my generals and military experts, please be advised that the United States government will not accept or allow transgender individuals serve in any capacity in any of the U.S. military. Our military must be focused on divisive and overwhelming victory and cannot be burdened with the tremendous medical costs or disruption that transgenders in the military would entail.
1: Now, I have a question with that. Like, with all the transgenders that are probably in the military now, or are they just going to get, like, chaptered out?
0: We don't know yet.
1: Or it's going to be like a don't ask, don't tell type thing?
0: We don't know yet. Now, Forgiving I want everybody to understand. Who... I want everybody to understand. This is not... An official change to the DOD policy. was back in 2015, at that time, Secretary of Defense um, said, put out this no service member shall be involuntarily separated or denied reenlistment or continuation of active or reserve service on the basis of their gender identity without the personal approval of the Under Secretary of Defense for personnel and readiness. Now, since President Trump's tweet, these social justice warriors and the media have gone absolutely bonkers mm-hmm. over this, with everybody and their uncle weighing in on both sides of this controversy. Everyone seems to have an opinion on this, and I have mine too. Uh,
1: Doug, speaking of opinions, we should probably give out the phone number in case people want to send us their, their angry Oh, grief, yeah, angry yeah. Beats, de- 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 definitely, definitely. Calling us bigots and, and racists and whatnot. Uh, uh,
0: absolutely. <laughs> Remember, our Google phone, if you want to text, is 936-344-3083. Or you can send us an email to Douglas B at veteransair.us or Dan at veteransair.us.
1: Oh, I would love to get emails. Um,
0: <laughs> and Ashley says she's going to. She's staying for this. And uh, you said that you wanted to be your own person for this discussion. So you want you have a disclaimer you want to want to go through?
3: Um, everything I say is just my personal opinion, as me, Ashley Taylor. No affiliation.
0: No affiliation with anybody. anybody. Before I give my opinion. Oh, I want to give a shout-out to DV Tanya. DV Tanya, if you're awake, good morning, but I hope that you're sleeping. Um, DV Tanya and I had a big, long conversation about this last night. Mm. and Yeah, she said she wanted to call in, but, you know, she didn't fall asleep until like 6 this morning. Um, so, Dan, what's your opinion about transgenders in the military?
1: Um, well... I I think they can serve. I don't necessarily want to pay for their surgeries. I mean, then again, it's not my decision to make because I don't don't run the, the military.
0: Ashley?
3: Well, so interesting. I can look at it a couple different ways. The two arguments that I've had the most problem with are the paying for thing and that being transgendered is a mental illness. Both to those two points, Right. Uh, being, being,
1: being homosexual, like uh, the the 80s, right, was considered... Well, it used hom- to be. It's not right. anymore. Because
3: we've grown and we've learned that it's not. So and the so,
0: diagnosis of gender dysphoria... This, this, this.
3: Not every transgendered person has gender dysphoria. Um, gender dys- Just like not every veteran has PTSD. You have to be diagnosable. You have to meet the criteria in order to have that mental health diagnosis so it's the same thing for transgendered are do some people have gender dysphoria who are transitioning currently their gender absolutely it's a probably a tough thing to change your complete gender to be feeling a certain way
0: yeah if they have a diagnosis of that that by itself would make them ineligible to serve in any capacity
3: but does that make them non-deployable yes why
0: because are
3: they on medication
0: wait we're not talking about that, that when they get in, they, then they're non-deployable. We're talking about just getting in. They're not in. They're just getting in. And the rule is a mental illness, disqualified. Flat feet, disqualified. Diabetes, disqualified. Any mental illness would be disqualified. So all these transgenders, and I'm assuming from the, from the outpouring of the media and the social justice warriors that there are millions of transgenders, I've just heard the number fifteen thousand just waiting, that are just waiting to serve their country. Well, if you happen to be a transgender out there, and you have that diagnosis, you're ineligible. That's law, and that's well, not to new law. Join. That's right. That's what we're talking about. To join, because there's no policy change here. There's to join. And you can't get it
3: to also, and then to go back to that point. It, there's also to take into consideration not being diagnosed with that because, again, not every transgendered person has that diagnosis.
1: So it basically comes down to a guessing game?
3: Well, but, and then also, it's, and this kind of goes along with the surgery thing. Mm-hmm. Not every transgendered person is going to get that surgery. And also, even if they get that surgery, if, if they got it, because I've heard, I've even seen some politicians go on on their tweet rampages and say, if they want to get their surgery before they come into the military, great, then let them join. And I'm like, but you understand that they'll still be transgender.
0: All right. <laughs> first off, first off, um, I want to recognize Chelsea. Thanks for the poke, Chelsea. Uh, wow, I have actual live listeners. Huh? Isn't that awesome? Yes. It's awesome. I'm Hi glad there.
1: One person's listening.
0: Hey, I want to let you know that, that um, we have one dislike. On the 10th of July, somebody disliked our page. Oh, really? Yes.
1: Can we see who it is? No. Why not? Can you still dislike things? I didn't. They didn't
0: dislike things. They disliked the page. So they were listening to us and following us on Facebook. Isn't and that then like
1: we're... using red pen like it's a no-no? It hurts people's feelings? It my hurt feelings, my feelings. Hurt. Yeah. I I am. It hurt I, mine if I well, had Well, did they me. give an explanation?
0: No. I just happened to notice that we were. Well, in, we are in America. That's right. So. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's assume that Jody gets into the military. Jody decided he's gonna he's he is going to. I was gonna deserve. say
3: that's a little <laughs> misleading. What
0: that name? Okay, you don't like Jody? You know, <laughs> he can be Carl.
3: <laughs> okay, that's a little more
1: clear.
0: <laughs> so Carl gets into the military, and he's he's completed basic training. Then Carl decides that uh, he wants to be Chelsea Manning.
1: He wants to be Carlita.
0: He wants to be Carlita. While he's Thank in you. the military, he's in the military. He decides he wants to be Carlita. Now the military now has to pay for this. Well, and wait, wait, let me, let me finish my statement here. The military now has to pay for this. And then if the if the operation is successful and he's transitioning, he is on medication. And that is mental type of medication, mood altering medications. And he's on hormone therapy for the rest of his life. Now, the current military policy, the current DOD policy is if you are on any medication for a mental condition or taking any medication that is required for other than personal hygiene, you are non-deployable. And let me give you an example of this. I served proudly for 10 plus years. Who Hooah 10th Mountain climbed to glory. I know, you're the big red one, right?
3: Yes, I forgot to mention that. Um,
0: When we were deploying, and I've deployed to the combat areas, when we were deploying, I could not deploy with my contacts, my contact lenses. I had to leave them behind and wear my RPGs, that's rape preventive glasses, for those of you who have not served. Also BCGs. BCGs. Birth control glasses. Birth control glasses, yes. Um, Just because can... I have contacts in a combat area. No, it's a problem, isn't it? That would make me non-deployable. So this whole thing, that's right. This whole thing goes down to will they be deployable or not? My opinion is that they will be non-deployable due to the condition, the transition. And to further that, the transition time, if they choose to get the elective surgery, Is now three years. They've completed basic training in IIT. They've gotten approved. I'm going to go. I'm going to. Jody's going to. Carl is going to be. Carlita. 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 (laughs) Carlita. Um, Three years. Two to three years is what I've read is the medical transition time. And start to finish. So their entire military career, they're non-deployable. And we've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars for this. Taxpayer money. Not mine. Taxpayer money. I don't pay taxes. You hear that IRS. I'm not paying. you. Uh, taxpayer money. So now it comes down to this. Now it comes down to this. Not that they're transgender. In today's society, nobody should care if they're he, she, or an it, whatever pronoun you decide to be.
1: As long as you're not hurting anyone who cares.
0: I don't care. You know, and and I use this, this often. Nobody cares. My queen, Do we know Freddie Mercury. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: Freddie Mercury was homosexual and he was proud to be homosexual. Um, how about Elton John? Yeah, another one. Nobody cares. Why don't they care? Because these two individuals that I picked out out of the air, they happen to be wonderful people doing wonderful things for the rest of the world. They don't, they don't need a parade to go, recognize me, I'm LGBTQ. Or
3: taxpayer money.
0: Or taxpayer money. I am firmly on the side that if you are a transgender And you want to have that operation either before or after your military obligation. Because here's why I think this. And I can't speak for the modern-day military. I've been out for 20 years, guys, I'm of that. But when I was in, the first thing that basic training did was destroy my id, destroy myself, and turn me into a soldier. I became the U.S. Army.
1: You became a part of uh, something bigger than yourself.
0: My fire team. My, my fire team, my squad, my platoon, my company, I was a part of that. I had no self. Mm-hmm. I was a soldier, period.
1: You would say you're almost a uniform.
0: Yes, oh. it's a uniform service. I got one minute before break. So you know what? That's how I feel about this. If you're transgender and you want to serve in the military, don't. Because you have a problem of identification of who you are right now. And it's my opinion that you can do something better. Than the military choose another way to serve your country
1: yeah there's tons of ways you could serve your country your local communities whatever because i'd say serving in the military isn't a right i'd say it's a privilege because it, we have it is a an vol- honor it is yeah. an honor we Correct. have a volunteer military it's not mandatory you're well, not you're not you don't have a right to serve and there's
3: also there's so many different levels of being transgendered i mean like you said did they transition already are they going to transition after they get out um Have they even figured out that they're transgender? Are they still learning all that? But are they a fully capable warfighter? Probably.
0: Probably not.
3: And so there's also, I I would be willing, because a lot of what you said I think is based on opinion. And my opinion and my uh, theory on it that a lot of transgendered people aren't going to go through the military to access the funding to transition. But even if they did, I,
0: I believe that is also like true. Like it's a
3: small portion of the already small portion of transgendered people.
0: We're talking military. about 0.000, 0.1% of the population that, that, that want to actually be in the military. But we have the media and the social justice warriors that they just want to ha- make this happen. So here at Veterans Air, throwing diesel and kerosene on this controversy. <laughs> Transgenders, until you figure out who you are, Don't serve in the military. Find another way to help your country. Which I think you should
3: serve.
2: We'll be right back with more news, talk, and commentary from Veterans Air. The Veterans Hour on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1. Is your garage or attic overflowing? No place to park and protect your boat or RV? Store it all at Storage 105 and Mail Store. Affordable, climate-controlled units from 5x5 to 15x90. Workshops available, too. 31 acres of gated storage for all your needs. Mailing, shipping, packing supplies and services. Mailbox rental. More. Storage 105 and Mail Store. Highway 105, West Conroe. For more info, call 588-1900 or visit storage105.com.
5: The American Legion. We're a powerful force for the nation. We're patriots through and through. We believe in our flag and all that it stands for. Our constitution, our pledge of allegiance, our way of life are all fundamental to maintain our freedom and the standing we have as the greatest country on earth. We promote and defend these values every day in communities across the nation.
0: Welcome back to Veterans Air. I'm your host, Douglas B, along with my co-host, Dangerous Dan, the Muffin Man, and in the studio with Ashley Taylor, eating birthday cake. That's, that's good cake. Mm-hmm. I, I think you're right. I think that is Fruity Pebble.
1: I don't think that's oh, cake at all. We forgot to do the shout out for her. For who? Michelle. Is that her name? Yes.
0: Okay. okay. Oh, so over at, at, we got our birthday cake today. I know we supposed to do this at the beginning of the show, but we, Ashley was here and baby Bo, and we, we got we got... Everyone's now asking, what's baby Bo? You need to stand up and show them baby Bo.
1: It's her plus one.
0: Look, it's a baby Bo. Yes, she's having man-child. Good job, Bo. Good (laughs) job, Bo. Um, So uh, we we need to give a shout-out to the HEB Bakery on 336 and 105 Fraser Street to Michelle out there who sold us this wonderful, wonderful birthday cake with Fruity Pebbles on it.
1: I'm going to have to disagree that, yeah, she said it was cake on there, like cake on cake. It's no, definitely it's fruity, pebbles. fruity Pebbles.
0: So, local announcements. What's happening in August? If you've been listening to this show, and if you haven't been, shame on you. Uh, we've had Sailor Jerry on, and Sailor Jerry is, uh, she's got some a couple of hit singles that have been released uh, on YouTube and the internet. Um, and they were first aired here on the Lone Star Community Radio. Hallelujah, the veterans' version, and Strong. Well, Sailor Jerry has started a Kickstarter campaign to cover the cost of her creating an album of her original songs, and we're backing her. Yes, we have. Veterans Air has has gone to Kickstarter, and we've ordered the package so that we get it. We get it all. Um, and y'all need to. to Back Sailor Jerry, she is a veteran. Yeah, she's Navy. She's a squid, but you know she's okay. Um, beautiful, beautiful woman. Wonderful voice. Great lyrics. Um, and Sailor Jerry tells us that uh, if she can raise all of this money, and she has anything left after producing this album, which will be released on Veterans Air right here, um, she's going to come down and visit us and give us a concert. That's right. That's awesome. Um, you can go to to Kickstarter.com. And do a search for Jer- Sailor Jerry. That's uh, Sailor J E R R I. And you'll find all more about her. What else is happening this month? Hey, August 3rd, the Crichton Theater. Peter Pan. Peter Pan is at the Crichton Theater. You all need to go on over to the org for more information right about this. Right next door to the radio station. Right next door to the radio yep. station. That's right. So if you come in here to look through the window, nobody's looking through the window
1: today. Well, I mean, they did kind of close the blinds. I think
3: I just saw Peter Pan walk by. Really? That would be awesome.
0: That would be awesome. Engineer Dick, we want Peter Pan on our next show. (laughs) Um, Also, coming up up August 19th is the Texas Taco Tequila and Margarita Festival here in downtown Conroe.
1: Also known as Trouble.
0: Also known as Trouble. um, For all you margarita and taco uh, people out there, head on over there, tickets are only going to set you back 5 bucks. And for more information, head on over to www.thetexastacofestival.com. That seems to be about uh, that's happening in August because it's too darn hot out there. But I'm sure there's other things going on. I just don't know about them because I live in my own personal bubble. Uh, I need to do something for September 1st or the first Monday or the first Tuesday. What is that that you do there?
3: We are hosting our annual military appreciation banquet. It's when we bring all our community partners and our mentors that we utilize, um, all of our people who are involved in our program, and we give them a nice dinner and a good presentation, and we send them on their way.
0: Is that the thing that I did last year? Yes. You gave me an award for
3: it? Yes, and if you come this year, you might get another award. I'm going to
0: get an award for him. Look how well he is.
3: Dan, you might
1: get an award. Yeah, I didn't really get a a, a choice in being a –
0: Military Veteran Peer Network Mentoree. Yeah.
1: Doug just kind of walked up and was like, hey, I'm your mentor now. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> you know, you can get him back and be his mentor if you come to our training. Uh, we could do like a double mentor thing. Yeah. Like mentor reception here. Mm-hmm.
0: Dude, it'd be organic. Right? <laughs> no, I'm talking about something that you had yesterday, Monday. You have it every Monday or the first Monday of the month?
3: Which I don't know if that's September 1st, because September 1st is I don't believe, is it. I a don't believe Friday. it is. But the first Monday of every month, we host an hour-long Come and Learn about Veteran 101. So it's where we go over uh, the federal VA, we go over state, the Texas Veterans Commission, and then we go over local resources. And because when and I'm, where is this? Uh, it is at the Tri-County Behavioral Healthcare Building on 233 Sergeant Ed Holcomb, Um, And it's located on the third floor. It's free to attend. It's a quick hour because I'm convinced. Just come and learn these resources and you'll be good to go from 530 to 630.
0: 530 to 630, the first Monday of every month.
3: Veteran 101.
0: Veterans 101. If you're just starting out looking for your veterans benefits or figuring things out, that's where you need to be the first Monday of every month. Um, We're at that part of the show where we get to give away the bitter glitter pocket knife
1: covered
0: in cake. Uh, yours is covered in cake this yes. month. And, and I'm not allowed to give away things on the air. So if you want your Bitter Glitter pocket knife, you need to go visit www.veteransair.us. Here's and one that's you can not one. covered in cake. Yeah, we yes. have a whole bunch of them. Thank you, Bitter Glitter. She donated, uh, Bitter Glitter over there donated uh, a bunch of pocket knives. And she did those two, uh, two uh, combat knives at the, uh, the hot dog festival. Oh. Yeah, she donated those too nice nice people over there um what time where, where am i at time In, engineer austin what's, what's my
2: time we're at uh 53 and a half minutes 53 and a half
0: minutes okay so i got just enough time to do my sponsors for my shout outs and end up the show right yep
1: outstanding dan
0: who's our sponsor oh, who, sh- who are we thanking
1: our shout out to our sponsors uh East meets West Productions. Productions. Wow. Uh, Full-service business and marketing consultants helping vets start and fund their businesses for 25 years. For more information, call 361-904-0044. And by the American Legion, Conroe Post 411. Post 411 meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. at 13614 Poplar Circle, Suite 201, Conroe, Texas. Visit AmericanLegionConroe.org for more information or call 936-207-2401.
0: Understanding, Ashley, before we leave, I want to thank you for being here, being part of Veterans Air.
1: Yes. Thank you for your opinion.
3: Well, and thank you for letting me be here. I have a lot of information to give.
1: Oh, we could tell. Well, you know, you,
0: you, you, you do have access to the Veterans Air Facebook page. I can't help it if the Ashleys. Don't post there regularly. Just send me stuff and expect me to post. That's probably not going to happen.
3: Am I an admin on the veterans air page?
0: I believe that you are. You I don't believe I don't believe Ashley too is, but I believe you are. All um, right, do,
1: we're going to have to do a uh, a podcast with at, her on there and just have it like open ended. That we, way, all we, the information just can come out. We, and we, we if can we can that, get people to call in,
0: we can we can on a podcast we and can ask do that. questions. We can do that.
3: You know, not with personal questions, because we don't want any of that information.
0: Well, you know what, out there, if you're listening to this, uh, start sending us emails. Yes. If we get enough response for it, we will do a podcast. But, uh, Ashley, I want to personally thank you for being here. I want to thank you for your service to your country. Thank, thank you. I want to thank you for continuing to serve.
3: Thank you. And you, too, as well.
1: Thank you. I do what I do. And you brought cake. Yes. You bring cake. Yes. I picked it up. Don't yeah,
0: because yeah, he is Dangerous Dan, the muffin man. And I did tell him, no muffins. No we're going muffin. we're gonna, to we're gonna do Patriots today. Well, well, that about wraps up our show. I'm, I'm on my time, aren't I, Austin? I'm, I'm like, awesome, good. That about wraps up our show. But remember to tune in September 5th at 1 p.m. to Veterans Air. And I want to leave you with this awesome song, Strong, by Taylor Jerry. And while we listen to this, let us remember our brothers and sisters in, that are in uniform today, standing in harm's way for our freedoms and our liberties. If you're wearing the uniform, I say to you, thank you. I'm proud of you. Until next month, stay vigilant, stay strong. This is it from there.
4: A tattoo on the back of his arms in 65. I've been to heaven back, but I... those 18 months holding tough in that desert sun It's a mama surgeon's knife She might have lost her hair but she kept her life It's hard to keep the faith when your body's the battlefield